Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. Hey, it's the Simon Says Podcast. We're the Get Up Show. I'm Sean, and right over there is Charlie. Well, hey. And right over there, I think, is Maddie over there. As far as we know. You can please subscribe and like if you like, and check <laughs> us out on the radio sometime at 987simon.com. We've both been, we've all three been talking about doing our 10-year challenge, and Charlie has just about convinced me that she's just as gorgeous now as she was 10 years ago by showing me many, many pictures from 10 years ago. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. What about you? What happened to you? Uh, listen, what do you mean, what happened to me? <laughs> I looked about the same. Uh, you were so cute back then. Oh, God. When I, he when looks you... even more the same than I do. Like, no, I, have, I have a few extra pounds, but no. I'm timeless in your face. <laughs> no, you were so good looking back then. We right? still haven't seen pictures of you from 10 years ago. I showed you one. I, showed, I don't have 10 years. I don't that have 10 years you. in this thing. No, no, it was a crab. It was me and a crab. See? That's yeah. the oldest picture of me I have. Yeah, and you look the same. And you look the same. We all I'm, look the same. I'm Nothing's fatter changed. there. Well, a little bit. I, I found your pounds that you lost. <laughs> and I can't find that shirt. That's the other thing that's different from those years ago and now. So welcome to podcast number 103, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 103. How did we do it? I want to know about old people food because I looked at it mm -hmm. for a half a second and I thought, some of this sounds great. Like yeah. we, we put up a thing that asked, what do you consider an old person food? Ambrosia was one. I oh, love that yeah. stuff. I do too. Is do that you? the one, that that is the one with like the fruit cocktail and the whipped cream and the and coconut marshmallows and stuff? No, and not? no, it's it's uh, mandarin oranges and baby marshmallows and coconut. A whole lot of coconut. I think it's all it, yeah. I think it's all basically the same. Like my grandmother used to make it a little different, but that's. I think we're saying the same thing. No, we're not. Okay. <laughs> Completely Sorry, different. Sorry, man. We'll agree to disagree. I'm not agreeing. I'm right. not going to agree to that. A lot of people said cottage cheese, and I love oh, cottage I cheese. Can't, oh, man. God, I can't do it. I, I love had to it. eat that as a kid, and I won't do it. See, and people used to put that, I think my grandma used to put that in lasagna. And yeah, it, I've, instead of ricotta. Yeah. I've done that. Don't do that. Why not? What do you, are you serious? Okay, look, here's the thing. When you grow up in small town Washington, Indiana, when we were younger, you couldn't find ricotta cheese because that was like ethnic food. <laughs> you know what? You might be right. <laughs> From them Italians. You might be right. If you like Italian, we, we got a Chuck E. Cheese. cheese. But also in Indiana, cottage cheese is like on the list of sides. Yeah. At a lot of restaurants. That, I can dig it. There's a little diner I went to on the Eastern Shore and they had a, a lunch three is what they mm -hmm. called it. And one of the three was orange sherbet. 
Oh, really? That's yeah. dessert. That's good. It was on the, the thing. I got chicken huh. salad and fruit salad and orange sherbet was my lunch three. <laughs> I think cottage cheese is still, it's like a consistency thing for me. But see, cottage cheese, like it's good. It's good with fruit. You can put peaches or pineapples in it. Peaches and, are good without it. And it's really good with fresh tomatoes. Oh, no. I, yes. I can't imagine that. That's yes. It just looks like it's wrong. Like yeah, It some, looks like it's gone bad. No, it it's has. not green. Well, no, but see, that's when <laughs> when you know your milk is bad. It has those little chunks in it. We talked about this. My milk never goes that bad. <laughs> but you eat cottage cheese. That's exactly what it is. I love cottage cheese. Right. Anyway, um, some people said chipped beef. Hadn't had that since I was a kid. I won't eat it again. Prunes. Prunes yeah. are okay. Call them plums. Uh, let's see. Tina said cornbread and buttermilk. I've heard of that. Never tried it. Yeah, my like, grandpa used to drink buttermilk. Oh, so that that aggressive. to me is kind of an old people strong. Food but thing. what they do is they put the the cornbread in a little dish, yeah. and then soak it down with buttermilk. So you've got like a mash going. Oh, it's all smushy. Oh, good. Make it even mm. mushier. Come on. Uh, Vicky said liver pudding. That's yeah. okay. I don't mind that. No. Uh, I think like tapioca pudding. Love it. That's, I've never had it. You've never it had looks, tapioca pudding. See, that that to me looks like cottage cheese does to you. It looks. Oh, it just looks wrong. Have you had bubble tea? Because those are big tapiocas. No. You know they're starting to put those bubbles in coffee at Starbucks. They're doing. Uh, are they really? Bu- like the bubble, bubble coffee? coffee? Really? And, and they're coffee flavored. Do they taste? Uh, so I was gonna say, do they taste like anything? No. No, generally not. It's just a texture thing. People, um, people also, love that. some. This isn't really like a food, but my ex stepdad used to. He had to have a piece of bread with every single meal. Hmm. Didn't matter what it was, and he had to have. I mean, he would just have a slice of bread. Mm-hmm. Absolutely had to have meal with have it every with time. every meal. Yeah, interesting. What else is on there? Um, the ambrosia salad that you said. I saw Watergate salad. Which one's Watergate? Oh, it's Watergate's the, the green, green one. one. Yeah. yeah, I love that stuff. It's all jello-y. It's so good. It's pistachio pudding and uh, pecans and coconut and. I love pistachio pudding. That might be my old person thing. No, I love that stuff. What are you talking about? When well, I you're the- old. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Somebody said pudding in general was old people food. No, I loved be. chocolate pudding when I was a kid, though. K&W has the best chocolate pudding. It's almost like chocolate mousse. Are you serious right yeah, now? Yeah, it's real good. You go to K&W? I haven't been in <laughs> a while. Speaking of old people right? food. No, I hadn't been in a long, long time. My daughter used to want to go because she wanted to get those cubes of jello that they have in those yeah, long yeah. glasses. She would Every time she had to have yeah. a, a glass full of cubes, she would fool around with one cube and the rest went in the trash. My kid used to do the same thing. What is that? That's why I started making get her get the pudding because I like the pudding. Because it looks way more interesting than it actually tastes. Well, you know, this is turning into a food show because, Maddie, you had a thing about the hardest easy foods to cook, the, the things that people can't seem to get right. Right, and I actually kind of get some of it. But it's like, so for instance, pancakes. Yeah. And I, I wasn't sure right off it was from a mix or... Making them from scratch. Making them from scratch, I don't think I could just write off, pull off. Oh, no, it doesn't even matter. I cannot cook a pancake. Really? Really? Uh-uh. I burn you... them every time. Burn them? Yeah. Huh. Sometimes and they don't get even. You know when you go to like IHOP and they're perfectly golden all the way across? Well, they got that in their name. Your name isn't Charlie Pancake. <laughs> if it was, you'd have a big problem. You're correct, sir. However, they're always like, like part of it's done, but part of it's not. And it's real black in spots, but it's... Then doesn't even look cooked in, cooked in other spots. I'm not good at pancakes. The thing that I got so mad about earlier this week was the new kind of pancake, which is not. It's a cake. A sheet pan pancake. It's a cake. It's no longer a pancake. But I mean, it's not, it literally if, is a if pancake. It's, if it's only like a half an inch thick, 
does that count as a cake? Yeah. No. Yeah. Have you ever seen a Smith Island cake? No. Smith Island cake is about 15 or 16 layers, and each one is about that much in the pan. And that's how you make it. And so what oh. you have there is a not-quite-sweet, very disappointing cake. Well, you still pour syrup on it and everything mm -hmm. that you would with no. pancakes. You're not going to talk me into it. Oh, I think it's amazing. <laughs> I want to try it. Uh, some of the other stuff is like eggs uh, in their various forms, pasta, mac and cheese, huh. soup, uh, <laughs> mashed potatoes, rice. Well, mashed potatoes you can screw up. I've been fighting with can rice you? for a while now. I love yeah. mashed potatoes. I burn rice. I don't do well, rice much. I, I started doing brown rice, and it's really... You know, I, well, you throw that troubling. out the window. But the problem with rice is that you never quite put enough water in there. Mm -hmm. No matter how much you put, it, it always soaks it up. And if you don't watch it at the end, you either it's still hard or it burns. Mm -hmm. I like some good crunchy rice. I, no. My favorite is wild rice. <laughs> <laughs> Party time. Y'all ready to speak? Hey, another food item. Y'all ready for Girl Scout cookie season? Last year, I had a hot mom deliver mine right to the door. Yeah. You did? Mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, what I love is that they were talking about selling them through DoorDash, and it's like, I can't go through Girl Scout season without getting, you know, hit up at least five times over. But I wonder if it'll be different because of all the crazy business going on Not in the world. Not last, even last year we had them. I don't know, man. Yeah, we were still able to get them last year. I mean, they were still out selling them. They just had were like, you know, touchless or whatever. But, I mean, okay, Girl Scout cookies, God love them, they're expensive for a box of cookies. Sure. And then, on top of it, you're going to add the DoorDash fees? Yeah, okay, but track you're gonna, back. You're going to pay like 30 bucks for a box of cookies. But they bring it to you. It's so worth it. Yeah, I, look. I have no problem with the Girl Scouts of America, and I am very excited about their cookies. I have a problem. Have you ever noticed, like, I feel bad when the Boy Scouts are out at, like, Lowe's? Selling their popcorn? Oh, my God. How did wants. they get robbed with, like, the worst items ever? Like, hey, mister, would you like to buy this tiny box of popcorn for $46? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what, where, what is wrong with you guys? Like, yeah. Girl Scouts cornered the market. Yeah, yeah. so it was at four Years or five bucks for a ago. box. That's I'll pay that. Like, that's still, it's under $5. Yeah, exactly. And you get, you know, quite a few cookies in there. A single serving. Correct. When I was in, <laughs> when I was in Boy Scouts, we used to sell these little coupon books. Oh, yeah. And I can't remember what the coupon was for, but on the end of it, it had uh, an additional perforated tear-off coupon for a free trip to the salad bar at the Golden Corral. And that was our big hook. Whatever the thing was. It came with a free salad bar. I mean, I like. I used to love a salad bar. You don't. You don't get them too much anymore. But I love a salad bar. I just think it's funny. I like. I, I don't remember ever selling anything as a Boy Scout. No, we just set fires. Um, <laughs> trying to remember if my brother sold anything because I think that was before the popcorn days. But I've, you know, I sold Girl Scout cookies and I had to hand deliver them to your door myself. No, oh, no, this lady. The, there was this, no DoorDash. This was the Girl Scout mom last year, and she oh, was no. hustling on next. My door. mom wouldn't let me do that. Well, first of all, so how some people take it to work and whatever. Oh yeah. My dad couldn't do that because he was a manager. Mm. So he you wasn't. Have to buy these, yeah. He wasn't allowed <laughs> to do that. So there went one opportunity out the window. I had to 
to huff it and puff it all around the neighborhood selling those darn things. So, do you like working here? How many cookies can I put you down for? See? <laughs> yeah, you like yeah. your job? See? Yeah. You want some toasty doughs? And then when they came in, I had to go deliver them. All right, tag along over here for in these the snow, cookies. snow, uphill both ways. You need a big fat order of thin mints if you want to stay employed, see? Yeah, see? Do you guys want to do phone calls now or you want to keep talking about food for a minute? Uh, it's up I'm to you. Do we have uh, more food or do uh, you have calls? I have actually the best foods to eat if you want to live a long, long time. Uh, that's dumb. <laughs> I don't Hot wanna... dogs, according to Betty White. Yeah, poor Betty White. What a heartbreaker, man. What a heartbreaker. Look. Still. Yeah, but at the same time, I, I mean, it's still amazing that she made it to 99 and, you know. Well, and was sure doing really, really well up until, like, maybe the week before she died. Yeah, that's yeah. the worst part. I feel bad. I mean, so, yeah, they said she had a stroke. She yeah. had a stroke six days before she died. Oh, and that man. was nowhere in the news because I'm sure they were thinking, oh, this is Betty White. She's going to bounce back from that. She'll be at the party. Don't worry about it. No, she, look, I, I don't feel bad about anything. She lived an amazing life. Was right wildly celebrated towards the end of her life. So she died knowing that well, everyone loved her. Yeah. You know, it's pretty amazing that when someone lives 99 years and everyone's like, but that wasn't enough. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, what? wow. Yeah. No, Betty, yeah. Like, no. And it's like, she's 99. That's true. I mean, how long do you want the poor lady to live? <laughs> Have I told y'all about the aging celebrity that I'm befriending now? Oh, no. Ooh. When I didn't have cable, that's happened since the last podcast. I was a week without cable or oh, internet. Oh, can I guess? Solid week. Huh. Robert Blake? Yeah, Beretta. Because <laughs> uh, he's been watching all the old Beretta DVDs. I don't know who's in Beretta. Like You, you don't like, know Robert I, Blake? I know who Robert Blake... Yeah, I know Robert Blake was a, had, had a whole murder thing. Uh, I don't he, know anything about Beretta. He's fine. He didn't do I, it. He didn't do it. Allegedly. No, he didn't do it. Yeah, There okay. was no powder burns. His gun hadn't been fired. Sure. They were at Vitello's uh -huh. having dinner like usual. Right. And he went out to... The, he, he took Bonnie Lee out to the car, and he goes... Oh, Bonnie Lee, I forgot my gun. So he went back in to get his gun. Wait, he left his gun in the restaurant? Yeah. He went back in to get his gun. <laughs> That's what you do. When he came Happens. back out, she had already been shot. He yeah. had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anywho. He was found innocent, bro. So he's 88 years old now. He hasn't worked since that. He had to file for bankruptcy because of all the legal battles and stuff. And he's saying... That you know, I ain't dead yet, so stay tuned. Is his message? He's he's probably gonna do. Oh, a new Beretta where he chases you in his rascal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what about watch that bird? <laughs> so his real name, you might know this. Of course, you both know his real name is Mickey Gubatosi. Well, yeah. Because when he was in the Little ah, Rascals, he used his real name. He was in the Little Rascals. Yeah, he was in the last incarnation of the Little Rascals before they shut it down. He was in there with Buckwheat. And Froggy, you remember Froggy? Yeah, I remember yeah. Froggy. He okay, was, he was in there with Froggy. That's that's a point of reference. So anyway, <laughs> I'm watching the thing, and I start googling him on my phone because I still had data, which I went over by the way since I didn't have internet. So Spectrum's going to pay me for that too. Anyway, so I found that he's written a book, just like right now he finished a book called uh, Tales of a Rascal: What I Did for Love. So <laughs> then. Then I find his little Facebook page. He's only got 600 people on there. Really? O only 26 told him happy birthday. And they were all like, I love you in old movies. Hey, uh, we used to watch you on TV. So I Dude, jumped I've in got there. more Facebook friends than that. I jumped in there and wrote about, man, you gave it your all, every line, every role. You were always the real deal. I, you know, I never missed anything you ever did, you know. 
putting it on thick on that comment for his birthday. Yeah. And I ordered a book. And they say, um, for a limited time, Robert Blake will inscribe and autograph your book to you. Oh. So I'm sitting around I'm like, oh, my God, this is great. So I send multiple messages through the website. Hey, how do you know who to... Who to autograph it to? I mean, I'll buy another one if, if I need to. Is this Robert Blake for real? Then I get an email a couple days later from Mickey G asking me who to sign the book to. Mickey G. Oh, he thought he was being stealthy, but you know the truth. Mickey G sent me an email. Great. Oh. I mean, look, I think this is good for you. And I'm glad that there's still some of these old-timey TV people for you to latch on to. They're still around. There's so few. Larry Storch is 99 years old, and nobody's talking about Who? it. Who? See what I mean? Even I don't know that one. Was that a stooge? No. No, there's no stooges left. Larry Who's Larry Storch? Storch? Larry Storch was in uh, a couple of shows. He was in that one with the fort he was also in that short-lived <laughs> um tv show called ghostbusters that was, was out in the TV 70s show called ghostbusters he was one of the two hold on let me because i saw Dobie gillis pass larry away. storch yeah he did okay larry storch um the name's familiar oh well you might know him as the voice of mr whoopie on tennessee tuxedo right <laughs> i'm sure that's what you were thinking of um, hey gang, it's me, Mr. Whoopi. Corporal, here it is, F Troop. He was Corporal Randolph Agarn on F Troop oh, is the fort course. one I was trying to think of. Yeah, Larry Storch. You, you know, know Larry Storch. We could pull a one of those like, do you think in like 50 years anyone's going to be talking about like, like tracking down Jen Aniston? You know what I mean? Um, her, she's yes, because she's huge. But yeah. like if you'd say somebody like um, Ellen Pompeo. She's big too, and she's grumpy. She's not as big as I've heard. She's grumpy, but who's somebody that's not as big? <laughs> well, um, maybe she'll dodge a murder charge and maybe cool one, out. One of the other people on like, Grey's Anatomy that I can't well, think of any of their names. What about the kid that Catherine plays Heigl. The kid that plays that guy on that show. Yeah, yeah, him. Uh, so in, in Young Sheldon. Young Sheldon. In seventy-five years, oh, are yeah. people going to be tracking down Young Sheldon? And be like, oh my God, is this really you? <laughs> It's I don't me. know if they're tracking him down now. Oh, dear. I was a smart child. And I was thinking I could leverage our radio show, which I've done in the past for my own purposes. I could say, hey, Robert <laughs> Blake, whatever you're working on, man, we're going to interview you here on a highly rated radio show in one of the biggest cities in North Carolina. I like that you said we, as in it would be to say that we would all three be in the room when that happened. Right. I don't and that we would that. have any oh, contribution glad, to the interview. And ladies and gentlemen, with the rest of the show will be stepping out of the room for an interview that will never hit the air. Yeah. <laughs> I used to do those to get free books back in the day like yeah. Jerry, uh why can't I think of Jerry's last name? The guy that used to be one of Elvis's bodyguards. Got a great book out of him doing that one time. Really cool you book. You know why haven't we done that more? That's a good idea. Cuz you don't read. No, no, no. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying, like, I could have been angling and hit up, like, Dave Grohl. They never know if it's going to hit the air. Of course. Dave Grohl has a book. You I, still can I, do it. I heard, listened to it. I didn't read it. He read it to me. <laughs> you got to be on the front end of these things, though, after it's already been well, on yeah, the Well, yeah, I know. I realize that now. Yeah. Hey, Dave, now, you want to promote your late. book that's already doing really great? What you could interview him about is his movie that's coming mm -hmm. out. The horror movie? Yeah. Studio 666. I'm really curious. It's supposed to be funny yet 
campy, but... I think it's going to be another Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. I love that. I never go by that when that's on because it, it's so bad. God, it is it's so incredibly awful. bad. And they had to overdub Peter Chris's voice in that. Oh, and Ace. The yeah. Ace was so drunk and slurry that they overdubbed his voice with a very familiar cartoon voice. When he talks, you're like, huh? Yeah. Because you recognize it from all the Saturday morning cartoons from that time. Uh, oh, God. And their acting great. is just like... Us three, we would be better actors than any <laughs> oh, of them. No it's just terrible. No question. All right, so we ready for phone calls now? All right, bring yeah. it on. Okay, here we go. Hey, Simon, what part of vacation don't you understand? Charlie's on vacation, yet you have her to call in to play a fucking game. Nope. Let people call in against this shit. Um, leave her alone. She's on vacation. <laughs> Son of a fucking bitch, she's trying to get away from you, yet you call her. Have her to call you. That's stupid as hell. <laughs> Vacation. <laughs> dumb fuck. Get rid of Sean, too. He's a dumbass. Well, I wish he would just be <laughs> well, clear. What's he trying to say? I, I don't know. Why is there such outrage when, they call, when you, we call her, yet when you guys called me? Hey, let's pull the curtain back. No one minds. And, and make it pretty clear that we set that up ahead of time and everyone knows that we're going to be calling and everybody's cool with it. All right, right? cool with it? I don't know about that. Well, hey, look, we don't have to call you. I mean, one time you called me when I woke up and had just gotten in the pool in Florida. Good. Good. See, that's real life stuff. That's what the listeners want, except for Dale. And Dale used to be so cool, man. He used to be so much fun. I, I think he's still fun. I actually find his outrage amusing well so. you know, the last thing he was outraged about is the way charlie says sentence but that's what i love is that at any moment it's kind of fun to see who he's going to turn on so, so now, clearly he's anti us and you he's anti me real hard I, I forget now because i think he made me self-conscious and now i don't know did i say sentence yeah okay and and yeah. he went off yeah, on that sentence it's sentence. not it's not sentence learn how to speak english google it google it well, you're on vacation. Well, then the other one was that he couldn't hear us because we were talking over music. And it was too loud. Oh, yeah. He said when those two dumbasses are there. And, you, and that, he, that one was for me uh, back when I was no, okay. I thought it was me. I thought it was when you were out and it was yeah. just Charlie and No, I. but he left the message oh, for me. For oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Let's see to what To tell else you how got. bad we are. Don't worry. He'll be back. Hey, Simon. I just wanted to comment on your last comment on the radio. Hmm. So you were talking about the little boy that gets out of his room. And we have a grandson that kept getting out of his room. So I did some research, and I found this amazing little plastic easy device called Door Monkey. And you attach it to the top of the door, and it holds the door in place, but it lets it be ajar so they don't feel... Wait, the door is ajar? How do you do, how do, you do that? What does it have, a Wait. lid? What is this? <laughs> Locked in. And it costs like $12 on Amazon. It is amazing. So the door's Just open, but it's closed? Just wanted to let you know to share with your readers. I mean, your listeners. <laughs> Thanks. Love you. Bye. She's talking about that mom who had a little boy who kept sneaking out of his bed and walking around the house at night. Mm -hmm. So to stop him from doing that, she got a life-size, realistic-looking plastic goose and set it in front of his bedroom door. So whenever he opens the door to sneak out, she then hears the door slam and a muffled scream from inside his room. Because he won't go out if the goose is there. Yeah, yeah. So that instead, so instead, there's a contraption that basically prevents the child from even opening the door at all. all. The way. No, it, it it's can, open like a crack. A jar. 
Oh, you're and right. Then, I'm sorry. It's like right. a magic jar. They can't open it more and they can't shut it. I don't know. I'm, I'm all about the goose. That's a good idea. Yeah, but that's way better. I think there's a lot of therapy coming for that kid later in life. Like oh, he's, therapy he's no matter gonna what. He's going to be don't so scared it. of geeses. Yeah. And he's in a conversation with somebody. Like he meets somebody at the bar and they're talking. And it's like, so where'd you grow up? Oh, over here. You know, I had that goose outside my bedroom door. And they're like, what? And he goes, what? You didn't have a goose outside your bedroom door? <laughs> That's the best. I love that. It's that, all a lie. I think that's the best kind of stuff is when you find out later on in life that something you thought was absolutely normal uh, was not at all. Hmm. Like pantyhose long johns. <laughs> Doesn't everyone wear pantyhose long johns? Yeah, right? You're not sensitive about it, though. No, no, not at all. No. Nah. are you asking? Just because of the look on your face. That goose, that goose <laughs> had fun should have told you. But I tell you what. When I look at pictures of you reacting to that from 10 years ago, wow, you look so good 10 I years know. ago. <laughs> so young. Hey, Simon. Number one uh, smell from childhood, Play-Doh. That's a good one, but the actual number one was cut grass. That's cut, dumb. Cut grass was the number one most memorable scent from childhood. But we still smell that all the time. Yeah, but as uh, you adults, know, I kind of get that though, because I mean, I always had to cut the lawn. Like it was my job to cut the grass. So, yeah. Like if I hear, smell cut grass, I kind of think about that. Although then it immediately makes me think of my disc man. It's still <laughs> your job to cut grass, though. Yeah, but it's different. It is different. I know what you mean. It takes me when I smell it. It takes me back to summertime. Oh, you don't cut grass. Oh, though. oh God, no. <laughs> but I used to. I used to, and hey, my my rule was, if it will go under the lawnmower, it gets cut by the lawnmower. Yeah. Whatever it is. I was fairly mm-hmm. free with what I run over. Yeah. But there's so many, like, you know, my old factory is really, really strong, and mm-hmm. and I have a lot of that callback with smells and stuff. Oh, yeah. You know? There's certain hair products that just, like, bam, it's 1990, mm-hmm. and I'm fixing my hair to go out. Mm-hmm. I've got a piece of furniture in my dining room that was in my grandmother's house on the eastern shore, and everything she had in that drawer is still in there. And every once in a while, I'll go in there and open that up and, you know, shuffle through some of it and get a big sniff mm-hmm. because it takes me right to her house. Huh. I mean, I get that. I mean, that's one of those things that smells were always going to be where it'll transport you back. I, I still, I do think it's interesting, though. I mean, cut grass isn't the most, like, romantic thing to remember well, as a child. Crayons. And it's also just, yeah. it's not exclusive to children is the thing. Crayons was number two. Opening up that box of crayons and getting yeah. that big sniff. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I never had one with the sharpener on it. 64? Like <laughs> that had had the hey. variety of colors. Yeah. Sienna. Hey, Simon. Just heard a Dukes of Hazard song. Well, did you... I bet you didn't know. Over 30 stunt people were killed to film with that stupid STV show. I was really proud to hear y'all laughing and joking about the song. Well. Wow. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, Debbie Downer. Yeah, you guys. I, I would just wow. want to point out, sir, I wasn't here that day. That was these two who did uh, that. Okay. <laughs> He's mad at you for playing the song. And laughing when 30 people died. But I, that, I did that a little. Can't be true. I did a little research. <laughs> During the run of Dukes of Hazard, the whole time, one person was killed in a freak accident oh, with a truck. He maybe he maybe he thinks the people on the show. Uh, or maybe they the didn't, car. No, they people didn't, kill didn't people. get killed. No. no, they never killed people. They didn't kill people on that show. They no. would they would blow up their outhouse. Well, that's what they mean. <laughs> yeah. So I was like. 30 people, they would have shut that production down. Yeah, and I didn't even think of that at first. But you're right, that wouldn't have kept going had they killed 30 people. (laughs) Well, you guys are laughing about it.
Everybody's dead. I'm real proud of you. Well, real <laughs> proud of you. Stop hey. picking on the man. What about them when they brought in their cousins? Uh, Coy oh, and Vance. I'd killed some careers. Coy and Vance and the aliens. Man, that was a great season, huh? Yeah, Bo and Luke left to go pursue their careers. Coy and Vance came in and stunk it up so bad, they paid them a truckload of money each. Like, how much money do you want? We'll give you anything in they, the world if you come back. Here. They jumped that truck full of money into the into Hazard County. <laughs> <laughs> One of them, I guess it was Vance. Was Vance the blonde? I guess. He came to an old radio station where I worked, like did an appearance. As Coy? As, yeah, and it was like, he was on the Dukes of Hazard. I was all excited, and then I was like, He's the this fake guy. Oh, come no. on. The one season cousin. <laughs> At least no. bring me Enos. What'd you say? Flash. E- Enos. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Flash. All right, here we go. Hey, Simon. Uh, could you answer the phone? I was wanting to uh, talk to you about something, ask you something. We get those every once in a while where people feel like they're talking to the answering machine and we're standing right over there. Yeah, like, like hey, it's 1990. Hey, Simon, pick up. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. If you're listening to the podcast, there's a one in a million chance you might be listening to the podcast. Call back and leave <laughs> us a detailed message with your phone number in it because we do call people back. Yeah, let us know what you want to talk about. Sure, man. I'm ready. You've got the number. 336-373-0987. If you ever want to call up, be part of the podcast or something, here's another one. Hey, Simon, love you to death, but Sean, you need to leave the fish jokes alone. You're starting to flounder. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's all right he's talking about the lady who, who was putting the fish through her oh. ex's mail slot okay that's what i thought the yeah flounder God. yeah mm-hmm. yeah they were just filleting there in the floor when he got home <laughs> <laughs> see what i'm saying <laughs> what nothing it hurts me because I, I i had trout stuck in my head and i can't think of anything that goes with trout well you got me hooked <laughs> <laughs> all right here's another one uh, hey simon I call in all the time. I just have to keep telling you guys how much you mean to me, how you helped me through the holidays, which could have been horrible but weren't, uh, maybe intermittently, but because of you guys, y'all are off the hook. Aww. I don't even know what kind of loopy roller coaster you're on, but I kind of ride right there with you. <laughs> and I just wanted to let you know I had a realization just now. You guys are helping people stay alive during this pandemic. I don't know if y'all realize it or not, but you are. I really know that you are. And so I was going to request staying alive. I bet you wouldn't play it, but I know you would because you do. So you guys are so dang creative. You can come up with something more than I can. I think you need to honor yourselves and play a few songs about staying alive during hard times or whatever. I know y'all got some sort of repertoire I wouldn't even have. I just want to say thank you again so much. Uh, From southeastern Randolph County, where the men are, well, we're not going to do Garrison Keeler. Um, but anyway, yeah, we're cold as fuck. Bye. Isn't she nice? That is so sweet. And she, all of a sudden I feel a ton of pressure nah, <laughs> to just keep, put on a good show. You were doing it already. No, that's, she was so, fully that's digging so it. nice to hear that. Yeah. You, just, you just don't think of that. See? And yeah, I'm more used to Dale. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we're used to just getting cussed out. And But I, what, yeah. what she's saying is stupid fish puns save lives. I don't know if that's Is that what, what she said. I'm pretty sure. I think you're. that's what you're hearing. Huh? <laughs> hey, Simon, this is Tammy Ratcliffe, Malcolm, <laughs> North Carolina. Hey, Simon, you, you play what I love, and you say you're just my friend, and you say you're just <laughs> my friend. I love you, Simon. Continue on playing all my favorites. Bye-bye. Isn't she sweet? She's Thanks, cute. Tammy. She has different names sometimes when she calls, but that's okay.
Really? Yeah. Sometimes she's Angela. Oh, got it. But, it happens. Yeah, sure. And she was she sang to us, you know? That's mm-hmm. rare, too. Hey, Simon, y'all need to fire Sean. Yeah. He's a dumbass, <gasps> and you don't need three people on that show. All you need is Charlie. <laughs> and uh, she don't work half enough, and she don't get paid near enough. That's true. And get rid of Sean, because he's a dumbass. And I'm just about ready to uh, stop listening to you because of him. I don't like him. Never have, never will. And uh, he's a dumbass. Fire him. Find somebody else. What is he trying to say? You know, I'm. I don't. I don't like the way that he attacks you, but he does have some really strong points in there. <laughs> I think you should have played him right after that girl who really liked us. <laughs> that, well, that, I think that's perfect. Let me just tell you, those are the two I kept. He really hurt my feelings on the ones that I didn't play you. <laughs> he mean, was meaner than that? Oh, my God, yes. I mean, he went on and on about stupid and says stupid things and boring and sounds like Chris and Chris and all this. Did, did he have better arguments for me in my favor? Uh, I wasn't listening for that. <laughs> I I don't know. I kind of feel like... Well, you're upset. I'm upset. He didn't even mention me. Right. Oh, he'll get back to you. It's all about you and me, and it's like, where's that guy? Yeah, Charlie's great. Give her more money. You're a jerk, dumbass, and all that. Yeah. What about the other guy? I guess you just don't make an impression on him, bro. (laughs) You should have shown him a picture 10 years ago. (laughs) He did did say there were three people on the show, but then he said... you only need me, so yeah, um, yeah. He didn't even <laughs> count you and in at really all. And really, fire Sean. That's so. what I'm saying. Well, I had a good run. You were a you great have. ten years ago. Hey Simon, I got just a clue for you. The movie you're talking about. Listen, if you're familiar with the cartoon, uh-huh. that movie takes everything back to how it should be. Uh-huh. There's your clue. Well, all right, now we got the clue. He's talking about your Spider-Man movie. Okay. And he's saying that it takes it all the way back to the origins of the how it's supposed to be presented or whatever. I haven't seen it yet. You you've told You mean me. the new Spider-Man movie? Yeah. Something about Oh, okay. Yeah, should I don't want a whole lot of spoilers for other people. I, Are I've you already, sure he's talking about Spider-Man? 100%. Cuz oh. that's what we were talking about that day when he left that message. I mean, I guess with by the end I don't know. This I don't confused look on your face doesn't right. look like you 10 years ago. Well, <laughs> It doesn't look like you've seen the Spider-Man movie either. <laughs> no, I have seen the Spider. No, but I, I, I guess I wasn't. I don't really know. I didn't follow the the comics that that aggressively. So it's like I don't know. I never watched the cartoon, the one that had that cheesy Spider-Man, Spider-Man. You remember that one? Yeah, yeah. I like the one from Electric Company. He was cool, Spider-Man. man. Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man. Where are you coming from, from Spider-Man. Spider-Man? Nobody knows who you are. Yeah. But I mean. I always thought that was the easy reader, who you guys might remember the easy reader from the electric company was. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. And they had the exact same body type. And I was thinking, oh my God, I'm blowing the lid off of this. <sighs> the easy reader is Spider-Man. No. But it could have just been any schlub who was who happened to be there and, and could fit in the whoever suit. Whoever put the suit on. Kind yeah. of like uh, when we used to do kids carnival. Yeah. <laughs> like whoever oh, could put on the money. You. Oh, Maddie looked great in that. That was oh. 10 years ago. Yeah, 10 years ago. I, I could really pull that spandex off. It was, at least. Uh, did you see that Spider-Man's now made, like, Titanic money? It's the second yeah. biggest grossing movie in the history of movies. It blew up. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It, it, 
I think everybody was just really, really, really excited to go see a good movie. But is that the one? Is a superhero CGI movie the one? I guess it is. It's yeah, the biggest I movie mean, it's ever. a Marvel movie, because and they are good movies. Yeah, I, they really do have it dialed in. I mean, although, you know, you say that, it, it's a recognizable Marvel movie because the other ones haven't done as well. But the, did you see The Eternals? Not yet. I'm, I'm watching okay, it tonight. Yeah, it's about to come out on uh, today. Disney Plus. Is it today? Yep. Yeah, so that one, that one I, although that one just didn't interest me as much as I guess because it takes a twist. That, yeah, that yeah. Too. it's yeah, a side thing. But the um, the Shang Chi was good until I fell asleep. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, and that was but that was another one a character that I wasn't aware yeah, but, of. But I mean, whereas, the kid loved it. But I just Spider Man is the best. Yeah, that wouldn't be the one to pull me out of the house to go to the theater. You come up with another good western, like you reduce, uh, you know. Come up with another redo a True Grid or another Magnificent yeah. Seven, and I'm going to the movies. Could they do like? Do you see them being able to pull off like a good, the bad, and the ugly, but like modernize it? God, that would be a tough. Or like one. the outlaw, like go back and re- redo some of those. You old could school. do you could do Josie Wales a lot easier than you could Good, the Bad, and the Ugly because Good, the Bad, and the Ugly is basically an art piece. It goes in so many directions, and you know there's so much going on <laughs> symbolically in that. The CGI. Good, the bad. I don't. I don't <laughs> but, think that. I don't think that one would translate. But, but I think that's interesting because you said you know do another True Grit, but why not you know go back to some of these old classic you know westerns? Because I think there is a, a definite market for that. And yeah. What was the one they did? Um, oh, the one that had Pratt. It had Chris Pratt. It that had was Denzel. Magnificent Seven. That okay. That was that. Was, it sorry. was great. That was good. But I mean, it's like I think there's more of that where they could do that. But I think there's also plenty. I mean. It, it, if anything has showed anything, it's like people dig Yellowstone and now they have that new 1883 or whatever, yeah. mm-hmm. 1803. 1883. 83. So, I mean, I think a lot of people will watch it. I still love anything that's old timey. I prefer of the Viking era, but, you know, Whoa, that's just me. You're kicking it old school, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Last Kingdom. It, it appears that we've just about run out of time on Already? the Simon Says podcast. Be sure that you subscribe it and like it and tell your friends. And if you ever want to be a part of it, you want to call up and say that I'm awful and leave messages, 336-373-0987 is the number. You can check us out on the radio at 987simon.com. Or if you want to say anything about me. Oh, yeah, Maddie's here, too. <laughs> I mean, I'll take Good or bad, I don't. I forgot. For I just a want minute. to know that I'm, you you understand that I'm there for you. I forgot you were here for just a second. Sorry, oh, yeah. sorry. Final thought, Charlie. Hey, it's Froggy. Tell Robert Blake happy birthday. <laughs> what about you? Uh, I gotta go home and get a big bowl of cottage cheese and prunes and go to bed at four thirty. Oh, that sounds excellent. <laughs> yeah. All I heard was go to bed at four thirty. The rest of you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next time. Get up, get up, get up. This is get up show. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.